think this motorcycle ride, though, because actually you can't really talk while you're <laughs> on a motorcycle. I had, like, connected little two-way radios Ooh. into the helmets oh, cool. for that purpose. It's kind of like when you're in a, a helicopter. Nice. You have to wear your headphones <laughs> to be able to talk to people. Like, we still have to talk louder, but... yeah. We can, we can speak. <laughs> I am just chitty chatting away, and it's like, it's just like, oh, there's the emergency room I had to go to when I was 12 and I broke my arm. Sharing all of your personal details. <laughs> Way too much personal oh, details. Oh, this is great. That's the grocery store that actually has a really good sushi, but only on Wednesdays. And you'd think they wouldn't have like good sushi because it's pre-made, but it's actually pretty good. <laughs> Not a big seafood fan. Oh, well, I mean, sometimes she just wants some cheapo sushi. Just so much of it. Just so much sushi. Sometimes. <laughs> I'd rather like wings or pizza or something. Those two. I'm very much on the bar food thing, as you can tell where I live. Honestly, I eat so much spinach and, oh gosh, just like chicken breasts and really anything. High protein nutrients. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense with the speed thing. I'm very high protein nutrient dense as well, just with the whole strength thing. Also a lot of brain food. I should be eating fish, but I do take my omegas. I try to take supplements, but sometimes I forget to take supplements. So I just try to eat right, I guess. Or as right, right as I can. And as much as you can. Yeah, that's been... Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a downside. It's just something you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I feel as most supers, regardless of type, tend to eat a little bit more. <gasps> oh, that's the that's the dog park. One time I went and there were three St. Bernards. Oh. Oh, oh my God. I would have died. Yeah. Three, that goes, yeah. That goes pretty huge. hard, actually. I would love to see three St. Bernard's. <laughs> I'd be, like, freaking out, yeah. regardless. In character and out of character, I love St. Bernard's. Absolutely. So cute. They're Mar so fluffy. Marcus is missing dog facts. Yeah, no, see, this is exactly why I was like, y'all should have a fun little hangout where you, like, talk to each other and learn about each other's vibes. <laughs> so what's Marcus doing as this girl talk's happening? Ooh, yeah. um, Marcus is absolutely trying to, even though he's already tired and he shouldn't be doing it, he's trying to overexert his powers to make it appear. So I've gone over to like a, a rail yard or something where, you know, you can toss things around in a tropey superhero fashion and I'm trying to manifest it on purpose, which overexerting myself is something that will move me on my doom track. Ooh. I'm gonna do something dangerous. Yeah. So roll to unleash your powers. Oh boy, that is with danger, right? Or with a uh, freak? Freak. Freak. So I got an 11. Okay, yeah. F for context, Brianna Jean, I am one doom track point away. So when this goes through, no matter what, I will get my next doom thing. Ooh. So describe what you're doing. Like the you know in the Incredibles where he's like doing the thing and he's pulling both train cars. Yep. I'm trying to do that with psychic grip and it's like more weight than I've ever done before and I'm already tired out today and I'm just like I know I can make it happen I just need to actually focus. 
and when I do, I get the, like you tell me, but like I, I imagine I get like get the full hands for the first time, and you see them; they're physically there. Yeah, as you're lifting, this is more than you've done before. You're already tired. Like you can feel your actual physical muscles straining, and then it gets a little easier is you feel like there's like a subtle shift, almost. And as you look out, you can see these shadowy arms stretching out that look similar to yours. They're both holding these train cars, like no movement, no shaking like your arms were doing. And you feel strong and it feels good. Whoa. You wonder what else can you yeah. So we can explore this next time, but the doom sign I'm getting is dark visions. So I can mark the doom track to have a vision about a situation at hand, and I can ask this the GM for a question, and you have to answer honestly. But it's only one question. Ooh. And you get to decide the vision. I just have to burn a resource for it. And my doom track resets! I have two dooms! I'm so close to dooming myself. I just need to do it <laughs> three, four more times. So we have a ways to go. Okay. Four more dooms. Okay. You start with one. You get one for each doom track, and it's five points to fill. So I need to do that 20 more times. We have time. Okay. I'm I'm nowhere near apocalyptic uh, do or die time, but I'm definitely doing stuff. Power feels good, but I feel like you could do more. Mm. Be more. You just have to... You have to let it in. Ooh. I love the faces I'm getting right. Alright. I want to know more. Like, I'm trying to figure out where this power is coming from, and nobody seems to kind of know where to start with it. So I, I want to know more. I want to open it to see what comes in. You said that, and my first thought was the end of Tempest Multic Season 1, where when Hawk said, come in. Yeah! That moment, I'm just... That is the vibe that I'm getting right now. Yeah. Surely there will be no downsides to this decision. None. None at all. Not at all. There were no downsides to that decision. Uh Uh-oh. Not at all. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So are you doing anything else? Yeah, I think after that I get really excited. I'm going to move the shadow arms around and kind of let go of the train cars and they kind of crash. This is going to be great. And I kind of rationalize it with myself. I don't think I should show the team this yet. Like, not until I can really control it, but these are mine. And I kind of move the hands closer to me. They're like a part of... That's so weird. Huh. All right. You know what? I'll practice. I'll get really good at this. And then when I can really show it, I'm going to show everybody. I'll show Dad. I'll show the team. It's going to be awesome. You dismiss the arms. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I start to, but I, I don't know how, and I kind of trying to turn it off, and I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely gonna have to work on this before I show anybody. And I close my eyes and focus, and try to dismiss them. You can feel as they slowly go away, but before they're completely gone, you feel this feeling like someone's putting their hands on their shoulders, but it's in like a, like a familiar way. Yeah, I kind of shiver. Like, you know, sometimes, like, uh, when someone you're close to comes up behind you and they just put their hands on your shoulders? 
it feels like that. You're not sure why it feels so familiar. And when you open your eyes, the hands are gone. All right. Okay, I was worried they were going to stick around and run into stuff. I should probably get home. Do you eat yourself or do you take the super scooter? I think I should use, I should not use my powers anymore. I'm going to take a scooter. Your headache that had started to go away is very much back now. 100% just back in full force, no, no. hitting like a truck. <laughs> it was cool, though. You get home, your dad briefly sees you, can, like, tells by the look on your face. Take some Tylenol, get some rest. We can talk about your day later. Yeah, I kind of overdid it. <laughs> but it was a really good day. Glad to hear it. And he, like, as you pass by, does the claps his hand on your shoulder, gives it a squeeze, and then you go on to bed. Yep, yep. Right to sleep. After taking some pain meds. 100%, yeah. <laughs> and you dream of nothing. I think Madigan drops me off. At in my like in my driveway, <laughs> yep. Yep. engine like revving yeah. like super loud, very obvious. Yeah. Oh no. Our front door has one of those really like filigree door letters, and it's just a B, like a big <laughs> B for our last name, and that's just on the front door. Your bike's so loud, but I'm like whispering, and I give you the help back. I'm like, thanks for the lift. <laughs> Precious. Get some rest. Oh, wait, wait, I'm gonna go to bed. I'm so tired. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Yeah, see you tomorrow. And I zip inside. This probably 2d6 general luck check to see if your parents are awake or oh, not. Oh, no. Oh, boy. That's an eight. Do you get up to your room? You hear a faint voice. Um, if you're Mom Bethany, is that you? Are you home, sweetie? Hi, Mom, it's me. I'm home. Sorry, everything ran really late. It's just a long day. I'm sorry. I'm going to bed. Hey, we can we can talk in the morning. Yeah, we will. We've got so much to tell you. It's great. It's great. I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. It's like me like going down the hall backwards. Like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's... Yeah, it doesn't come out of her room. No. Just... They're used to this. <laughs> yeah. But I think I do. I go in my room, and like I said, it's like... Very obvious. You know how you can go in someone's room and you're like, oh, this is your childhood bedroom. Like, even mm. if they've, like, got teen stuff in it. Yep. And there's just so many superhero posters and newspaper clippings and stuff on the walls. And I'm so tired. And I close the door behind me and I kind of just lean against it. And I'm like, I did it. I did it. I did the first day. I did it. It, oof, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't that bad. I flop on my bed. And my bag that had my clothes in it and has my superhero clothes in it is on the floor. And I kind of reach down into, towards the floor into it and I pull out. And it looks like an old metal antique racing stopwatch. The kind with the clicker on the top. And I just I hold it in my hand. I look at it and I, I roll on my back and I kind of hold it on my chest. And I'm like, this is mine. This is mine. This pow these powers are mine. And I'm going to show everybody. I'm going to show everybody what I can do. I'm going to show them. What about Madigan? When you return home, I'll remind you, you have a 
pretty hefty work project to make up for your <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. And now it's like 1230. Yeah, Madigan's used to getting very little sleep, regardless of what's going on. Before she like backs out of the driveway, she uh, just sends a quick text to Marcus just saying, take it easy, knowing that he was just going to go and do something. Mm. Not sure what, but she she knows him well enough that he wasn't going to just go straight home, that he was going to go and do something. She, but I probably got correct. it to him after he fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or he didn't notice until, like, yeah. he got home and just, like, takes the phone out, see the text. I should respond to that. No. Yeah. Snores. <laughs> Pass out. Yeah. I back out of the driveway. I go home, like, twice as fast as when I was driving. I'm driving her home, and I get home, like, so fast because I take all the back alleys. Because nobody checks there for speed. So I get home and I spend like the next three hours just powerhousing through the work project that I've gotten. I get a good chunk of it done. Roll to unleash your powers. Ooh. Ooh. Are you using like your your technomancer stuff or are you just... Just my general nerdery like uh. tech brain. So roll with mundane then. Your normal brain. That would be a seven. You work on it for a few hours. Don't get quite as far as you wanted to, but you're able to get some things done and make some notes on other things that you need to do in the future. Mm-hmm. Or you finally go to sleep because Data starts doing her mom, you need to sleep now, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even just sit there and meow. She literally jumps up onto the computer <laughs> just kind of sits there and just like looks at me and starts to put her paw on top of the keyboard. Be like, no, you need to stop. Like, hey, it's about time. Yeah. yeah. The longer like, you resist, the more she puts her like entire body over the keyboard until you pick her up and like, take her no, bed. No, put this away. Yep. yep. And I crash out by like 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.30ish. And you wake up for another busy day, and I think it's time for a bit of a time skip. We're gonna jump forward a month. A month? Yeah. Y'all attend different classes and seminars. You do trainings, both with your mentor, with each other. Sometimes you get chances to train with, like, other groups, just in case. Maybe you get a chance to help a different group of heroes that are out on patrol and so on and so forth. And it keeps you pretty busy. So just kind of like see how things are going. Let's start with Glider because Glider, you do get a write up for no call, no showing at work. What do you do about your job at TCBY with all this going on? I quit. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I worked so hard to get into the Hero Institute that I just want to focus on it. Oh gosh. <laughs> There's gotta be like a stipend, right? Or like a cafeteria or something. Oh, probably. Yeah, there's probably like sort of like work study things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they call me and they're just like, hey, uh, were you gonna come in for your shift? you know, you were scheduled for this day and this day. And I'm just like, 
No, I don't think I am. I'm sorry. Like, I was, I, I really, this isn't the best way to do this. I'm really sorry, but just no. Just no. No, just be like, um, I, I, I kind of got like a, a summer school thing that I was Yeah, I got do. other stuff going on. It's cool. You'll be fine. I got college. I got college. It's fine. Yeah, then I, it's it's so awkward. I just like hang up. I like don't pick up my last check because it's so <laughs> awkward. Like, oh my God. <laughs> that's rough. They mail it to you. It's like seventy three dollars. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, that one hurt. That one awesome. specifically hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I think when Gulfstream finds out that you had a job but you don't anymore, you basically like offers you a sort of position helping with litter cleanup or something like that, something where you can use your speedster yeah. ability. Oh. It's it's nothing glamorous, but I mean you get to run, you get to do your speedster thing and it pays decent money. It does. And you beautify the world. And I do have to wear a bright orange vest though, and I do definitely meet Roadster and Last Text and <laughs> those speedsters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We established the final the final text is actually teleporter. <gasps> oh yeah. Well, I meet them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Litter duty. There might be a couple of times where like where there's an accident, so you get called in to kind of help Roadster with cleanups. So, like you occasionally work with him, mostly working with Gulfstream, and roll with Freak to see how your powers are going and add a d4 because it's going to be over four weeks. Okay. Oh no. That's a seven. Even with the d4? Yes. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I got an eight and my freak is minus one, so... Oh no! Ooh. You do alright. Like, there's, like, some incremental change. Um, nothing spectacular in speed, but you get good practice. And also, when Gulfstream, like, early on sets aside some time to kind of teach you proper running techniques for a speed streak, sometimes it's a little different than typical runners. He's surprised that you already have the proper speed streak techniques down. I'm just really uncoordinated. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying so hard. I'm like overthinking everything. Oh. Give me a mundane roll. See if what you pick up, Gulfstream is trying to coach you over these couple of weeks. Uh huh. Cool. Mundane. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a 10. My mundane's plus two. You get the feeling. He thinks slash knows that you should be, like, having quicker improvement just based off of what he's seeing. He's just confused as to, like, what is keeping you from that improvement. He doesn't understand why. There's just something that doesn't fit. But you also get the impression that whatever it is, it's not something you're doing. Oh... It's not mm -hmm. you doing something wrong. There's there's some other factor that's why you aren't progressing in the way he thinks you should be. Just based off of, like, watching you run and, like, knowing, getting to know more about your powers and how they work. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listeners, I'm squinting my eyes suspiciously <laughs> at this information. The vibes, they're uh, interesting. Yeah. Listeners, I'm used to this reaction from all of my players. I enjoy it. Devious. <laughs> devious you are. Used to being devious. Yes. I enjoy it. It's fun. I do think, luckily for me, Gulfstream is also, like, one of the chillest superheroes. <laughs> so <laughs> He is. He's chill, and he's supportive, and he's like, you know, just, you gotta find a time to hit your shit. You got this. We'll get you there. Everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. After I run through his desk. No! <laughs> And then she just keep, keeps singing the song, and you both get it stuck. Um, so, next up, Mannequin. You do a lot of works, um, mostly with Captain Formidable. By the end of four months, you are allowed to call her for me. For me? Yay! <laughs> Yay. Captain for me. I feel like the two of you just get to be besties. You share stories. You probably get a couple. She probably shares a couple stories that she asks you to not repeat within the institute. Cause, oh uh, heck yeah! Picking up the secrets. Sometimes she had to go a little outside of the law to fix a thing. No one gets seriously hurt. It's just something that needed to do it. But yeah, you. Get more experience, and it's mostly on the, like, physical side of controlling your strength and letting loose and still not completely losing control, so a lot of work with that. You probably also get called in to help with a couple of, like, car accidents and stuff, things that require strength to lift and so on and so forth, like, if you're interested in that kind of work. And for that side project you have for work... You have a month to work on it, but Hero School is keeping you busy. So you're either going to be rolling mundane or freak to see how it's going, but I will offer you, you can either roll four times and see what the results are, or you can roll once and then roll a d4 for to see like how many conditions you have at the end. Either way, you have that's different likelihood of you coming out with different so which option will you choose? That second one. I yeah. just rolled uh, an 11 plus 1, so 12. And then the D4 rolled a 2. Okay. So you finish the project. <laughs> but what two conditions do you have? I'll also say um, during this time you can like clear current conditions that you have before the conditions as a oh, result shoot, of your yeah. rolls. I do have guilty uh-huh. still. Yeah. Tuck that one away. Yeah, I was guilty too. Not anymore. Aha. Yeah. You were able to do something nice to make up for it. Yeah. I don't know what conditions. We can decide between now and next session. Just keep in mind that you will have two. And also say, at some point, I think in like the first or second week, you all receive little earpieces. Ooh, to yeah. be able to communicate as you start to work and 
Thanks, Scarlett. You're the first person to meet. You have a person assigned to your sort of Overwatch. Her name is Abby, and she's very friendly, and she's very cool. excited to work with you. Is she like our comms person? Oh, is our, yes. our person like in the our chair? Oracle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our chair. Yeah. You all eventually get to meet her, but okay. Scarlett's the first person to meet her. She's like, hi, I'm Abby, and I'm really excited to work with you guys. Yeah, she's nice. Yay. I've been studying your work, and you do really cool stuff, and I'm so excited. If you ever need tech support, let me know. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And for Marcus, hmm. this is the start of you be being able to make a name for yourself outside of being Kid Phoenix. Ooh, it sure or is. Or outside of, like, being your father's son. Yeah. I don't know, what does that look like for you? Huh. So, as I'm making a name for myself, I think... The main thing I want to practice is, like, debuting my new powers. So, if anything, I'm establishing myself as very, like, hyper-competent, and then I'm, like, experimenting with different outfit combinations. You'll see the jacket less, or you'll see, like, some darker colors in the costuming, and it becomes noticed enough that I think people ask, and I go, oh, you know, I'm just trying to decide on a style that fits for me, so that when I debut eventually manticore it can be like a whoa that that's crazy cool and i guess in practicing using the arms more i'm getting a lot more comfortable with leaning into the aesthetics of it all it doesn't seem like a deliberate choice by me but it just feels right yeah so there's already like a subset of the fandom or whatever the people that follow me specifically that are like i don't like that he's like trying to aim for like a grittier look i don't i don't like this i miss like the cool happy kid phoenix why is he being so edgy yeah right and it's not even <laughs> and it's kid phoenix edgy yeah. so it's not even that edgy it's just like all right we're a darker <laughs> color scheme for one of the fights or like i did i let my hair grow out a little longer and i tried to mullet for a month and it was bad so i got rid of it yeah i'll say the the phoenix like allows like keeps a professional distance mm -hmm. like while while you're in school so it's like your successes are your own. The things that you're doing are your own. Heck yeah. He's letting you do your own thing. Still supportive, though. Ah, man. I appreciate it. And That's if you'd awesome. like to roll 1d4 to see how many more Doom Trackers you get. Whoa! It can no. be a whole four <laughs> that goes hard. Thank you. Oh, that was that was a uh, half-cocked. I, I got a two. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I probably I overexert myself, or knowing that I'm trying to do more, one of my other tracking things that increases it is showing mercy. So I think I'm maybe placed in positions where I have like somebody's really been giving me a hard time, and I have to hold myself back, and that just makes it get closer. Yeah. It was hubris. Yeah, there are a couple of moments where like hubris tries to pick a fight with you, and like. You hear, feel like you know you can take him. You know yeah. that you can beat him and show everyone yeah, that sure. you're the more powerful hero. But you just kind of you remember things that your dad has said about picking your battles, and sometimes it's better to turn the other cheek. Hmm. So you ignore that. Oh, huh. interesting. Yeah. 
you push down that and listen to your dad, but there's still there's that. Yeah, there's that deeper. You urge. want to be more. Yeah. As I said, the following month keeps you busy. You are learning a lot. You're practicing a lot, but it's fun. It's great. There are challenges. It's not all perfect, but you're starting to learn a lot. Get a lot of practice in as a team. A lot of the outside of class stuff is more controlled. You aren't like going and chasing down villains or anything. We'll end with this one day you are walking. You had like a particularly good day. <laughs> there was another surprise challenge and you killed it. You did fantastic. So y'all are feeling good as you're walking to your favorite boba place. And <laughs> as you're getting close, you smell something that smells like smoke. And you see a couple buildings down from the Boba place. There's a building that's on fire. You have been listening to Queen City Supers, a graveyard tape side story using the game Masks. Masks A New Generation is a superhero role-playing game in which a team of young heroes fights villains, saves lives, and tries to figure out who they are. Featuring Caitlin as Madigan, aka Scarlet Sentinel, the Janus. Jess as Bethany Bertolucci, aka Glider, the Beacon. Ian as Marcus, aka Kid Phoenix, the Doomed and Brianna Jean as the keeper and producer. 